You're listening to the Catholic Psyche Podcast. The Catholic Psyche Podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended to take the place of medical or mental health treatment, therapy, or diagnosis. You should always consult a trained mental health or medical professional for such treatment. Hi, this is Deke Basil, and this is episode number two of our short show, question and answer show, at the Catholic Psyche Podcast. Today, we'd like to just jump right into it and get to the question that we've been asked. What should I do, spiritual direction or counseling? And I was so excited when we got this question because I think it really gets straight to the heart of uh, one of the major things that I see in the Catholic Church on a regular basis um, as far as how psychology and spirituality integrate and work together. And that really is, should I be going to a spiritual director or a psychotherapist for my issue? Now, I want to just start by saying I'm a little biased here, and I hope that you all kind of take that into consideration, and my my biases into consideration, because I am a a psychotherapist. It is my job. It's what I, you know, it's how I provide for my family. Um, And so I have a certain mindset on how psychotherapy Uh, works and operates. But I'm also a spiritual director, and I've actually been doing spiritual direction for longer than I've been doing therapy. And a little bit about my story, um, I started out studying in the seminary and working with people in a kind of spiritual spiritual state. Um, Later, I would really work in spiritual direction, but I would be working on spiritual development and uh, spirituality. What I would be doing through that time is really realizing the limits of spirituality and and spiritual direction when it comes to dealing with the psychological and the psychological struggles that people were having. So that was actually the original reason why I uh, left the seminary and became a psychotherapist. Um, There were a lot of other reasons why I left the seminary, for the record. Um, But, uh, you know, that was the the real driving force behind my interest in psychotherapy and becoming uh, becoming a psychotherapist. A little bit about the difference between psychotherapy and spiritual direction. I think... A lot of times, people will give these sort of grandiose explanations as to why spiritual direction is necessary for the average Catholic, why spiritual direction is a good thing for the average Catholic. And unfortunately, I think sometimes we don't actually explain where spiritual direction comes from. It's as if, you know, it just kind of came out of the blue and, uh, you know, came on the scene, I don't know, somewhere in the 1970s uh, for the laity. And that's really not the case. It's a very, very old institution within the Catholic Church. It's a very, very old practice that uh, has dated all the way back to the, you know, to really about the time of St. Anthony the Great and Evagrius of Pontus. And if you uh, are wondering who Evagrius might be, uh, there is a long-form podcast that uh, should be posted here very soon about uh, Evagrius, and, and, you know, he's a personal hero of mine. But Evagrius was trying to deal with these monks and these these problems that they were having spiritually. He was trying to teach them how to grow in the spiritual life and how to develop uh, their their understanding of the monastic life and the spiritual life in general. And he really started to work with the thoughts, what he would call the logismoi, which is just Greek for thoughts. Um, so it's the eight evil logismoi is what he developed, the eight evil thoughts, which eventually would turn into the seven deadly sins. Uh, but he was working in a spiritual context. And personally, I believe that he was the first real cognitive behavioral psychotherapist, or at least the first one that I know of, that was really dealing with these kinds of things, dealing with psychological um, issues from a, um, from a cognitive mindset. 
So Evagrius is working with these monks and trying to help them develop spiritually and psychologically. And the way in which they would do that is the monks would come to him, and they would come to any desert father, those monks out in the desert, and they would come up to him and they'd say, Father, give me a word of life, or give me, give me a, a word. And they would go and repeat some kind of spiritual phrase, whether that means go and sell all that you have and you know, give to the poor and follow me, or it could be the Our Father, or it could be, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, Evagrius would, you know, give a statement about the specific issue that the monk was having. Perhaps it's gluttony, or perhaps it's, uh, perhaps it's fornication, or whatever it might be. He'd give the very specific response to, to the struggle that they're having. And so Evagrius would then, you know, the, the Desert Father in general, would know this monk over time. And this is where spiritual direction started to develop. Eventually, over time, what we would do is, instead of having this sort of formalized, give me a word of life, they'd come up and say, you know, say, this is what I'm having in the spiritual life. I can't pray, or prayer is going really, really well, or, you know, I'm really stressed out about, you know, the way my, you know, these thoughts keep coming to me, or I'm concerned about my family, or I'm concerned about the politics of the time, or whatever it might be. The monk... Desert Father would then just discuss these things with the with the monk. The eventual process would then be okay. This is how you know. This is what you're struggling with. This is how it develops, and then it, you know. This is how we kind of move in that way. In a modern context, I'd say this is almost completely lacking. This understanding is almost completely lacking in the average spiritual direction aspect. And I think sometimes there's this very awkward process of saying you know, someone comes in for spiritual direction and it's just all about, you know, prayer or worse, it becomes just about sort of a pseudo therapeutic session, a pseudo psychotherapy session where you go and kind of describe, well, I have these anxieties. And instead of saying, okay, how do I deal with these anxieties from a spiritual perspective? And maybe I need to refer out to a psychotherapist in this case, the spiritual director will sometimes just try and pray them away. And we've already talked about that. Good, psycho, uh, good spiritual directors will refer out um, at the sign of anything that they're unable to do themselves, they'll refer out. But it doesn't always happen, and that's a concern. These lines then between modern uh, spiritual direction and modern psychotherapy are very kind of arbitrary when it comes um, to most people's practice. And so is it an emotional life? Well, Traditionally, the spiritual life has a lot to do with the emotions. Is it a psychological issue? Well, psyche means soul. Is it a spiritual issue? Well, again, psyche means soul. So what exactly does that mean? And these, these kind of odd ways of, of dividing them are really quite arbitrary. And so what does that leave for the average layperson? Well, I would say that you probably should look at both both spiritual direction and psychotherapy if you're struggling with any kind of emotional issues. Whether they're able to be done in kind of one person who's able to talk about the spiritual life and talk about the psychotherapeutic life and a Catholic counselor, that's one thing. If it might be a mixture of people, it might be you know your pastor as a spiritual director, it might be a lay spiritual director, and it also might be a psychotherapist. But a good spiritual director will know their limits. Same thing with a good psychotherapist. A good psychotherapist will say, look, this is an area that is just not, you know, that is just out of my skill set, or it's an area that I'm just not able to help you with, or this really is the area of spiritual direction as opposed to psychotherapy. 
and being able to put that back on the professional to say, okay, am I going to get some help from this, from you, help in this way from you, or do I need to look for someone else? That gives you the ability to say, okay, I can trust this person for the first few sessions. I think the other thing would be is if you're not making significant progress, either with a, with a psychotherapist or with a spiritual director, within the first few sessions, I would say five se sessions at the most, then you really need to reassess what's going on and probably go ahead and terminate and find someone else, whether that be a spiritual director or a psychotherapist. You know, the thing is, is that psychotherapists and spiritual directors can't be specialists in every area. We just can't. There are things that I just am completely clueless about because I've had to work, spend my time working in other areas. And so I think it's important to say we're not perfect and we have limits and we can be honest about those. If a psychotherapist can be honest about that, then um, then you've really got a winner. And if a spiritual director can be honest about that, then you've really got a winner there as well. So practically, to answer the question, I think it would be best to start with a psychotherapist. And the reason for that is that spirituality can be inhibited by the psychological in a way that the psychological does certainly struggle with, but cannot be addressed by a spiritual director. What do I mean? Well, if someone is struggling with depression in a significant way, or anxiety in a significant way, yeah, it might be aided a little bit by a, by a spiritual director, but it's not going to be able to really be effectively used, you know, be effectively worked with in the same uh, way as would, a, a, uh, as would a psychotherapist work in that regard. You know, they're not going to be doing cognitive behavioral therapy or narrative therapy, or they're not going to be doing music therapy like Chris, and they're not going to be able to do, you know, marriage and family work in the same sense uh, as, as someone like Cherie could. And it is very important then to say, okay, this is not a psychological issue that I'm struggling with, or I'm making progress on my psychological issues. Now I can go find a spiritual director. Now I can go work with a spiritual director to actually get the most out of it. And it's not a problem. It's really not a bad thing to say, look, I need a little bit of distance for a little bit of time so that it's to work on my own psychological stuff so that I can actually make spiritual direction effective. And then I think the practical question of how do you find a spiritual director as well? And this is a, a big struggle because there aren't very many. There's a lot of therapists, but not so many spiritual directors. And I would recommend that you, you know, really spend a lot of time looking at either the Pastoral Institute um, or the different spiritual direction institutes that are well known to the church, are, you know, work with the church. They're not a surprise. They're not doing their own thing. They're well grounded and they are very well trained. You know, I think the importance is, are they well trained? So, for example, out here in Denver, we've got the Lentari Center, which is just absolutely phenomenal. Trained spiritual directors in doing Ignatian spiritual direction. And it's really a great program. And there are also other institutes like the Avila Institute, which is a, a, a program um, that trains people in spiritual direction and spirituality, and those do phenomenal work as well. But just because you know someone says they're a spiritual director does not mean that they are. So be very careful with that and really look for those credentials. It's very, very important. If you like what we're talking about here, or if you uh, you know have want more, if you're interested, then please make sure you go ahead and subscribe to us. Go ahead and uh, leave a, leave us a re uh, review down at the bottom. 
If you are interested in getting involved in the uh, conversation or would like a question answered, go ahead over to catholicpsyche.com. It's again, catholicpsyche.com. Look at that. Contact us. Submit that question, and we will uh, respond to it as soon as we can in one of these short-form podcasts. Again, my name is Deacon Basil, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. God bless.